The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Nice office, Councillor. Things must be going well with the auctioneering. Ah, not too bad. Please have a seat. Thanks for agreeing to drop in, Emma. I thought a chat might be good. I'm all ears. We're at a delicate stage in this Cleveland Crescent business. That article you wrote, it wasn't very helpful. Helpful to whom? To anyone. It made the developer sound like a bully, and I'm told Deirdre Finnegan wasn't happy either. You're very well informed, aren't you? I'm the local councillor. It's my job to be. And it's my job to write articles as I see fit. No one's disputing your right to tell the story. I'm just asking that in future... You tell it more positively, with a more progressive slant. Seriously? You think it's okay to tell me what slant to put on my work? The press can be very influential. It can. But when did it become our job to promote vested interests? When did it become your job to prevent progress? You're pretty quick to tell me how to do my job. How would you like it if I did the same to you? People do all the time. Yeah? Well, here's a tip. Seeing as how we're reviewing each other. Stop spouting cliches. Stop spouting cliches. Well, that's an excerpt from High Density, which featured yesterday on Drama on News Talk. It's a contemporary drama which explores the tensions that arise in a community when one resident in a small cul-de-sac refuses to sell her home to a developer who wants to build apartments on the site. I'm joined by the writer of the play, Brian Gallagher, as well as by the two leading actors, Claudia Carroll and Marco Regan. Good morning and welcome to you all. Good morning, morning, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Now, if people missed it... They have another chance. In fact, they have multiple chances to listen to this, do they not? They have, but it's available as a podcast right now and it'll be broadcast again on Saturday night at nine o'clock. At nine o'clock. Where did the idea come from, Brian? It came from a real life incident uh, where I live years ago. A developer was interested in buying up 10 houses, knocking them all down and building a block of apartments. Now, in the end, it didn't actually happen. But I remember thinking at the time, supposing one person said no, can you imagine the pressure that person would come under? And that was, I knew that would be the engine that would drive the play when I sat down to write it. All right. Now, Claudia, tell me about your character. Well, I'm afraid my character wouldn't be the most likeable. Um, I play the part of Emma Johnson, who's a journalist. And she has, to put it mildly, shafted this community of people who live in a crescent um, together, and who've, who've lived together for decades. And she has inveigled her way into their lives before, pretty much just to kind of glean their stories and then turn it into a best-selling novel. Uh, her, no- her writing career is now you know, fallen on bad times and she's come back with her tail between her legs. Um, but she knows there's a story here and she's determined to get it. And I think, you know, like all like all good plays, High Density is very much reflecting the situation that we find ourselves in at the moment. And Emma, in the little clip that you played there, clashes with Marco Regan's character, um, who plays a local county councillor who's got a finger in every pie. Yes. <laughs> no you, better man than Mark. Yeah. Now, is this typecasting? Uh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I know, you, you, we'd have to use your imagination here. No, Benny, Benny Kelly is the classic Pat mashup of so many councillors that, you know, we might be aware of who uh, run with the hare and hunt with the hounds. So he's he's very much kind of uh, friendly with the developer and uh, the builders, but he's also feels this um, the pain and the empathy inverted commas for his constituents, always looking for his pre- uh, number one preferences. Yeah, uh, and uh, I was actually thinking recently maybe there will be more m- number one preferences in housing in the next couple of years. In the past, I don't think there was much there. Yeah. Um, um, so so this character he is wooing them for their votes, the people, but presumably he 
he's in cahoots with the developer because, well, he just might get a, a donation either revealed to Sippo or not <laughs> before the next election. Correct. Absolutely correct. And uh, it's quite obvious as well that he has a, a little part-time um, uh, auctioneering business. Uh, on. So there's, there's definitely going to be a payoff down the line for him. Uh, so it's just how he uh, manipulates and um, kind of inveigles himself into the local residents association and, uh, and, and what ensues from that. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, Brian, as you, you were saying, Brian has touched on a, a very, very, I think, the, the, the topic de jour, you'd almost call it at the yeah. moment. I mean, even as we were doing it, we were very aware of, um, you know, not trivial, trivialising any aspect of it. It's, a, it's, it's, as Brian said, it's based on a factual um, uh, notion. So um, it, it feels very alive and, 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 you know, real. Now, tell me about uh, the resistor, the, the person who says, I'm not selling. Well, she has a bit of a moral dilemma because she's a really nice person. She likes living in her cottage. She's a nurse. She's not particularly well paid. And she knows that in a few years time, this would be a lovely nest egg if she takes 150,000 and a new apartment. So this is the deal they're being offered. That's the deal. Uh, we will That's take your cottages. Way. We'll give you 150 grand and you get a brand new spanking apartment Correct. in the development. Correct. And she's tempted by that, being human. She's tempted by it. And she also has a moral compass and she's aware that there's a housing crisis and that we can't all object to everything or nothing would ever be built. So you might have 100 units being created by the destruction of 10 cottages. Exactly. So she feels guilty that, you know, she is depriving 90 people she's of torn. a potential home. She's torn. And that, that gives the drama. Uh, that's the engine that drives the drama. She is torn because she can see the benefits of it, but also she can see that it's not really what she wants. So she has a difficult decision to make there. And she also wants to resist. She's being bullied. So one part of her is saying, I'm not going to be bullied. And another part of her is saying, but how do you solve the housing crisis if everyone objects to everything? So that's all stitched into the play. But it's also done in a light-hearted way. I thought it would be interesting to use comedy and have the, the drama and the moral choices bubbling under the surface. Um, is there maybe this is a spoiler I was going to ask you is there a resolution to this dilemma I mean there is Pat but I can't tell you what it is no, I don't want yeah. you to tell me what it is because I haven't I haven't heard it yet um, generally speaking about radio drama I mean obviously for years the RT players were producing radio drama uh, seldom enough outside of RTE I've started doing it with News Talk over the last few years and we've done about 10 9 or 10 one-hour full-length radio dramas. And it's great. It's, it's funded by the BAI, so it's nice to see the licence fee being used for, for uh, radio drama. And there is a great tradition in Ireland of radio dramas. It's going back donkey's years. It was, it was something that was really, really popular. So I was delighted to sort of team up a news talk and do radio drama. Now, you're used to the telly, uh, Claudia. Uh, how, how different is radio drama? It's absolutely wonderful when you're in a room with actors like Marion O'Dwyer, the wonderful who plays Deirdre Finnegan, who's our lone voice on the Residents Association who holds out uh, against the developer's wishes. And Marco Regan here to my left. Um, but it's wonderful. I mean, the best description I ever heard was that radio drama is like theatre of the mind. And particularly, I think, in COVID, when we couldn't access theatres 
I, I know I was downloading plays all the time. Um, so it's just wonderful to see news talk moving in that direction yeah. and long may that yeah. continue. I mean, the great thing about uh, radio drama is if, for example, and I don't know whether you have the diggers on site, but the diggers on site is a sound effect. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> in the telly, you got to have the diggers. Diggers on site, it's money, it's budget, it's all of that. Um, but it's just terrific to, to record. And also, you know, our hope is that a show like High Density, because it's very reflective of the times that we're living through, that hint, hint, Brian, maybe it will go on and be a trilogy and let's see where we are in a few years and we'll see what happens to this and Mark, community from, of people. From your point of view, have you done a lot of radio drama? I have actually over the last couple. I mean, people will probably know me mostly from stage. Uh, worked a lot at the Abbey and uh, the Gate and the Olympian. But I actually have always had an association with radio drama going back 35 years. Uh, and I remember one of the first uh, times I ever did a, a radio drama on RT, I remember the producer saying to me, what we're doing here is we're painting with words. And it just always stuck with me. Yeah. You know, one of those things you go, all right, OK, I, I'll buy that. You know, yeah. uh, uh, it's um, it's just a, a different kind yeah. of technique. But Obviously, because, I mean, on the telly, you can grimace, uh, you can smirk, you can do all sorts of things with your body language. You've got to do it all with your voice on radio. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen the I mean, incredible popularity of podcasting in the last couple of years. So people are, have no difficulty whatsoever, of, you know, sticking on a podcast and going for a walk. And, um, you know, we didn't really have that in the past. But I've noticed the amount of people who said, oh, have you heard this? Have you, oh, you need to listen to this. I mean, so much to listen to so little time. So if you want to listen to High Density uh, on the podcast, it's a part of drama on News Talk. Um, how long is it? 46 minutes. So your walk is going to be at least 46 minutes long <laughs> if you want to do it. Look, uh, congratulations on this great endeavour. It's uh, available as a podcast and once again it'll be transmitted uh, on air. On Saturday night at 9 o'clock. Saturday night at 9 o'clock. My thanks to the writer of High Density, Brian Gallagher, and two of the starring actors, Claudia Carroll and Mark O'Regan. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.